On today's first round KO, we have a special guest with us for the first time, and we talk about the NCAA tournament, our favorites, our biggest upsets, and our biggest threats to the top seed. Tell them what number it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the 100th episode. Thank you all. I love you all. Uh, thank you for listening. Let's get it. I'm on the move with it. They are watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on a move with it. They are watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go. Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Diggers, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. How, long, how many episodes have I been on officially since... How many have you been on? Yeah. Like 83. As a, as a full-timer. 83. 83? You were on at 17, the first one. Was that my first full-time one? Yep. Was I on two just as a guest or one? Th- Prob- two, maybe three, because there was a New Bullet Shield Day Club oh, yeah. in there somewhere, too. So let's say total about 85. As Pro- a fo- somewhere around there, yeah. As a co-host, 83. Yeah. Mother of God. We've done a lot of these. We have. You've done a lot of these. I've, well, yes, as of right now, I have officially done 100 of these episodes of First Round KO. Good That's Lord. incredibly crazy for me, but... Because it's yeah. the 100th episode. And I've been a part of about 83, 85% right? of them. Because it's the 100th episode, we have a special guest making his first round KO debut. May I present to you, Mr. <laughs> Callahan Steed. Oh, wow. What an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere on the level of a McAfee introduction. But... Yeah, no, I mean, obviously you can't touch McAfee because <laughs> hashtag for the brand. But... Yeah, am I right? Man, this oh, is pretty special. Uh, first one I'm ever on, and it's this big celebration for the hundredth one i mean we really did a lot for the festivities yeah man i mean the the balloon there's so many i know in the all the streamers studio. in here and oh my goodness. man i wish one of us would have remembered our phones so we could take some pictures yeah <laughs> we're doing a good job at lying boys yeah we're <laughs> not supposed to tell them all right oh yeah um, that's right i have a microphone <laughs> Oh nah, my gosh. I'm excited. I'm gonna as soon as this comes out, I'm gonna retweet it, share it, do, do it. everything. And do it. Yeah. There probably like two more people will listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are here uh to talk about one of the best uh, this is possibly one of the best weeks in in sports. Mm-hmm. Um just a quick reminder, I was gonna say it off air, but quick reminder that we can't say you know what. Right. Oh, because it's yeah, brand yeah, names. Right. Um, but we are going to be talking about the NCAA tournament. <laughs> 68 teams. I heard that on the radio today, too. I was like, oh, yeah, I see, I see right. you guys are having to jump through. It's so too. stupid. But anyway. You know, it's because of the organization who hogs all the money just yep. wants to get – Wants to hog even more money. Right. It's ridiculous. But, yes, we are Which here – can't go to the players, by to- the way. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to talk about the yeah, Division One College Basketball Championship Tournament. And I'm very excited because, like I said, that this is one of the best weeks, especially these first two rounds. Are It's just so incredible, just nonstop basketball all day, and I can't wait. I'm glad my midterms are done. Literally, my last one is tomorrow, so I don't have to worry about them on Thursday. I have a project due on Thursday, but it'll be done for Thursday. I get to watch basketball. I'm so excited. So, 
we are going to go through and I, I guess we'll kind of make predictions, at least for the first round. We're not going to go like for the whole bracket, kind of like we did on Hawk Talk, but right. we're going to at least talk about uh, the big teams, some of the big matchups. Um, and this may be a little bit of a shorter episode, but that is okay because it's late. <laughs> um, I'm saying you guys have a midterm. Yeah, you have a big. <laughs> you have some important business to take care of in the morning, so that, we're gonna get out of here kind of quickly. Yeah, that hopefully I come that I, hopefully in a couple weeks I can report back and be very hopefully. favorable. Good news. Hopefully, so it involves me staying in the state of Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> so or maybe they're just like, you know what? We'll just hire you right away. You could just drop out of school and just start working yeah. right yeah, away. Yeah, odds, right? <laughs> Perfect. But <laughs> so we are going to start obviously with. Which, what seems to be everyone's favorite in this tournament. Literally, I think, what was it, 43 or 44% of people on CBS um, have picked Duke to win this tournament. That's on CBS? I wonder how many they picked on ESPN. Yeah, CBS put out a stat. The rest of the field is 56, and I believe Duke was 44%, which is just incredible. I, I There's usually that number one favorite. But the, Aren't they the number kinda, one overall seed? Yes. Is Duke the number one overall seed? Yes. Even though in some people's rankings, they're not number one for whatever reason. I saw one ranking where they were three behind Gonzaga and Virginia was number one in that. I don't think – whatever. So let's talk about Duke. Uh, ever since Zion came back uh, for the ACC tournament, they just dominated. They beat North Carolina for the first time this year um, because Zion was back. He got hurt in that first game. He wasn't back for the second game, but he, they beat him. It was it was the championship game, I believe. And uh, Duke looks good. I, Zion is – he's not – I don't think he is the team because I believe they would be a two or three seed without Zion. Um, but he makes them that much better of a team. I really believe that. Um, so, in my mind, they're a clear favorite. Like, I have them winning. I have them winning most years, but I have I definitely have them winning this year. They're my clear favorite, too, but I don't have them winning because that's just my thing. I don't pick clear favorites in the NCAA tournament because a lot of times they don't make it. Uh, they don't win it, so it's tough. I mean, as when I look at that team, obviously Zion is one of the greatest college prospects I've ever seen. Yeah. And you can tell he clearly makes a difference. Mm -hmm. But the problem with the rest of the team is if Zion either gets in foul trouble mm -hmm. or if he gets hurt, something comes up with that ankle. Barrett's been inconsistent this year. Reddish hasn't done that great. No, he really hasn't. And then I know they got one other guy that looks like he's supposed to be a three-point shooter, but like <laughs> went like oh, yeah. 0 for 10 on like threes one game I watched. So – he had a cold streak. He went over for like 25 through a couple games, I remember. I'm just saying, if Zion gets in like foul trouble, mm -hmm. like Duke's, like you can't just be like, oh, Duke's winning it just because they got Zion. Oh, absolutely. It, it just takes like one little thing to happen with Zion to throw an entire team off. And I mean, it's, you don't want to say that Zion's the entire team. No, but you've he's seen, not, yeah. but you've seen several instances in the, when they were out where it's almost just kind of like he almost was. It, it was, it was a you can a noticeable difference as far as like the bounce of the team and everything. And don't get me wrong, they still have plenty of stud players on there. But for all the reasons you said, Cal, and for what, so you take into account, and for whatever reason, they just looked different. The tempo was different. Yeah, you can tell that they were playing. They're like they were. They were still Duke. They're still playing that Duke basketball, especially with those, uh, with the rest of those uh, young guys. But it was a notable difference. Yeah, and. 
you can't have that in the NCAA tournament. And I'm what I'm going to hope is eventually what I'm going to hope is this because we all know eventually some team is going to happen whether it's in round one, round two, the Sweet Sixteen, whatever. Some team's going to figure out how to isolate isolate Zion or force him to get into foul, foul trouble. Someone will. It's it's someone's going to start figuring out the blueprint the further we go deeper into the tournament. We're I'm what I'm going to hope is that that time that it took them when Zion was out prior to the ACC tournament and the two losses that they had to North Carolina which should have been the were like the major wake-up calls in my opinion in mm-hmm. the regular season. I'm going to hope that that sent something down the spines of the rest of that team and realized, all right, we're talented all collectively when all of us are together, including Zion, but we're still damn talented when Zion's on the bench for whatever reason. We need to show why Duke recruited all of us to come together and do this. I mean, uh, uh, R.J. Barrett was the number one prospect. Exactly. And Cam Reddish was the number three prospect. Yep. They, they need to start playing like it. They, they do. They have three. Like, I just recently looked at an NBA mock draft. They have three guys going in the top ten. Yeah. Zion, Reddish, and Barrett. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think all of them go top two. five. Are they predicting them to go top five? Last one I saw, Reddish was like six or seven. Was he? Yeah. Okay. The last but anyway. One, I think I saw Yeah, I think I saw something where he was six or seven. Then yeah. I saw another one where like okay. all three of them ended I up mean, in the yeah. top five. It depends. But I think what this Duke team needs to do and what I think they will do because of the brilliant coaching of Mike Krzyzewski. Yes. They will go back to early season Duke where R.J. Barrett had games where he went off for 35. And Cam Reddish starts going off where he's the second leading scorer in that game. And then Zion will start taking – like, they need to find the rhythms of these other two guys so that it's not Zion carrying this team. Which it, it, it never needs to be. Zion's good. He's going to get his what twenty, thirty points every game. Right. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna stack the stat yeah. sheet. You but know it, he will. But it depends on what RJ and Cam do on the others on, for the same team. And also too, you have to remember Duke's had their troubles in the tournament in the oh, past yeah. couple of years. Yeah. Like they've been one and done or they've gotten knocked out in the second round by like South Carolina, was it two years ago? If I remember correctly. Something like that. Yeah. And I mean even when they've had like massive stars on their team too, like they look Jabari Parker mm-hmm. lost to was it Lehigh or uh, yeah Lehigh yeah that was I'm saying that year we thought Duke was had were runaway favorites in the wasn't tournament. that or was it Norfolk no it wasn't Norfolk I thought Lehigh was the year that Kyrie didn't play oh god I, I don't like, remember oof. but it, it, I mean that just that just served, that yeah. just further proves the point that Duke no, for whatever reason has early tournament. Tr- Problems. The only Even year that they didn't massive stars going up against like super right, small and unfortunately for people like me and Cal, the only year that they didn't have problems <laughs> was when the Badgers were on their hot streak. Ah, that was a tough game. <laughs> Just was I the only one in here that wanted Duke to win that year? Well, I would like to yeah. point out one. I had to right. watch that game while working and try to oh. control my emotions. But two, the fact if you would have told me going into that game, hey, you shut down Justice Winslow. And Jaleel Okafor. Like, they didn't go up. <laughs> I know. Okay, cool. We win that game. No, Grayson Allen, and then what was it? Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones was the MVP of that tournament. Tyus Jones is good, man. He is good. I love Tyus Jones. Same. He's one of my favorites. Um, As a matter of fact, all three of those guys, I love to death. I love that team. But it just sucked that it came against Wisconsin. I feel like that was just one of those moments where I was like, well, but yay. <laughs> right? That was the thing. That was – that game was Super Bowl 45 for me, where I was like, I love both teams. I'm clearly rooting for one of them, but I'm going to be happy either way. It's like the uh, 
Homer gif where he's uh out in the ba- <laughs> out in the Badgers, but then comes back and yeah. the bush just comes out as a dude. Yeah. That's you. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what I. Yeah, um, but yeah, I okay. So I'll ask you guys this to wrap up with Duke. Who's Duke's biggest threat in this tournament? Virginia Tech in the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. If not really? that, I mean, I want to say Michigan State in the Elite Eight, like, but I'll just leave that up to Connor. Because outside of that, there's not really a whole lot. I don't, really don't see MSU losing until at least the Elite Eight. And when you look at that, I think Mississippi State's not that great. VCU, UCF, Virginia Tech, without Justin Robertson, beat Duke. Yes, they didn't have Zion, but still, Virginia Tech, ACC rival, they know a lot about Duke. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, my answer was going to be Gonzaga because of that early early season matchup where Gonzaga beat them. Um, I think they do match up pretty well. Uh, but that, would, that wouldn't be until the uh, final four. four. I think also, too, Duke would be looking at that as wanting to yeah. get revenge on that, and I feel like their chemistry is a little bit more better now. Yeah, fair enough. Connor, how about you? Michigan State in the Elite Eight. I'm going to go Michigan State in the Elite Eight. I think that's a solid. I, I think Michigan State's very underrated in this bracket. Um, I think they they should have gotten – what what, num- they're, what number two are they? Are they like the second or third number two or something? I, like? no I, no, I Honestly, now that I think about it, with Duke being the overall one right? seed – they're the last two seed. I think so. So that I makes think them that's how it works. eighth. So that's ridiculous. Tennessee, Michigan, and Kentucky. I can understand Tennessee. I can get Kentucky. I can get Kentucky. Michigan should not be above. Once Michigan again, State. shows that the v- committee does not value conference championships. I'm sure that the con- that the all. committee has a bracket on Saturday. I'm convinced that they have a bracket on Saturday, and unless something oh. major happens on Sunday. It was Mercer back in 2014. Mercer. Against Jabari? Yes. Yeah, because I, 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 Lehigh was the year that Kyrie was there, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I Trust me, I brought this up on Hog Talk. I got bullied after that game. Everyone was like, oh, Duke lost in the first round to a 15. Like I'm, I, I didn't, I didn't play. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was rough because I was a very open Duke fan in high school, oh, and it was. I want to see who Rodney Hood was on that team. Oh, love Rodney Hood. Um, let's see here. Yep, Jabari Parker. Uh Ty. I, I don't know really who else. Um, Mile or Mason Plumley. I want to say. Uh, uh, Cook was on that team. Mason was the youngest or the oldest. I mean. No, Miles. Ma- Mason was the middle. Miles was the oldest, and Marshall was the youngest. Marshall Plumlee. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Cook looks like he got a lot of minutes. Yeah. But, I mean, still Parker and Hood are in the NBA. And they lost to Mercer, so anything can happen. Yeah, I, I completely agree. All right, uh, let's see. Big matchups that we want to talk about. You like Virginia Tech? Not to beat. Duke, but I think they can put up a good fight. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yale and LSU. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started on this. Oh my I goodness, that's to back this up. Um, let's hear it. Cal. Yeah, I really want to know where, uh, where you stand on this whole Yale thing. I mean, okay. I know you talked about it a little bit. On I am talk, but on board with this. So back in 
whenever they upset Baylor. I want to say it was my junior year of high school, so 2015. I predicted that upset, and I'm but that proud was that Yale. It was pr- it was or was actually, it Harvard? No, it was Yale. Okay. Or 90, yeah, because there is a reporter after the game that asked the Baylor uh, player that really dumb question. Oh, the rebound question. Oh, yeah. how do you get out rebound? The guy's like, when you go up and grab the ball. Um, so the reason why I picked Yale in that game was because the only thing I really knew was that the, I knew the game was pretty close to Yale's campus, so I figured they had the home court advantage. But this time I'm picking it because Baylor as a three seed, I re, or no, LSU as a three seed, excuse me, I really don't buy. Why did I get that all screwed up? Why did I think that Baylor was a three seed? I, I don't know. I got Who knows? all messed up. But anyway. So the stats that I was kind of telling you earlier kind of go out the window with the Big 12 since LSU is not in the Big 12. However, LSU facing major problems because they don't have their coach anymore. Right. And that's a lot of distractions, and it showed in the SEC tournament. Yes. yes. Honestly, I don't buy really a whole lot of these three seeds when I look at it. Houston, I think, is overrated as a three seed. I think I feel like Houston's per- overrated a lot. Purdue is overrated as a three seed because they can't win on the road. Agreed. And then LSU, there's just so many question marks. And, yeah, honestly, I'm going to stick with Yale. Who's the other three seed? Um, Texas Tech, which I kind of buy. Texas Tech, I like Texas Tech. Because they got Colverts, I want to say his name is. In the bracket that I filled out for the little radio challenging that we have, I have LSU winning, but that's it. I'm legitimately going back and forth on on changing that. Because on my main bracket, which I'm still kind of working on, I have Yale moving. Because I always try to, I always fair, try to go, fair. go for reaches in a way. I mean, last year I went with the ultimate reach and legitimately put Loyola in the Final Four, and that worked out very well for me. Yeah, um, that's right, you did. Yep, I had Loyola Crazy. rocking it all the way to the Final that's Four. Awesome. I think I was the only one on this campus who Probably. predicted that. And I had him in my Sweet Sixteen, but mad props. Put that on your resume. I might predicted, predicted Loyola in the Final Four. <laughs> has has brackets to prove it and not just one not like one bunch of different brackets that you filled out like no just one actual bracket right i'm doing i'm doing a weird thing i usually i fill out a couple brackets mm-hmm. like five yes I'll pick oh one, same, same i'll pick one with duke i'll pick one with wisconsin i'll pick a lot of upsets no upsets right but this year i i'm i'm just doing one really i'm just doing one on the same like i made one on the NCAA's app on on the ESPN and app, it's, and it's the same. It's pick. the same one. I'm just gonna go with one bracket That's this year. That's what I like. Ride doing, or die. If you, there's nothing better than getting an upset right. And exactly. Being like, I picked that. Exactly. Right. No, I like I like filling out multiple brackets. And people tell me, oh, I weakens. completely understand. They're like, oh, that. It weakens the bracket. I'm just like, whatever. Nah. I was like, I don't. It's fun. Right. It's yeah. fun. But no, the Yale game is the most intriguing one for me. And of course, I have to be doing work stuff <laughs> when the game happens. So no, I'm gonna be on my phone just like uh. Uh, uh, the most entire time. In, the most intriguing matchup for me, and I think for a lot of people, Murray State versus Marquette. John Morant versus Marcus Howard. That's going to be a great matchup. That's going to be buckets on buckets on buckets. I, it's going to be a great game. I'm hoping Marquette can come out of their slump. I really am. I want them because I honestly think if they can come out of their slump, Marcus Howard comes back and he's doing what he used to do. And the Hauser brothers are on. The rest of that team's playing like they were all year. They can make some real noise. I believe that they could get to the Elite Eight or for, for, uh, Final Four. I really do. I'm With, split on this one. 
I'm right? Re- I'm really split the, on this one. That one was really hard with me, too. Yeah, Murray is, State is a gr- good team. Right. They're I a really good 12 and seed. you always have to look at those tw- at the at the 12 seed versus 4 seeds. It's always this 12, game. 12-5, yeah. 12-5, yeah. 12-5. Yeah, yeah. You always have to look at this. So, I can tell you right now, in the one that I answered in the radio challenge, I have Murray State. Ooh, okay. I picked Murray State in that one. Don't I know what like I'm going to put in my name. Everyone outside of the Marquette campus is picking this game. Just so Oh, my gosh. I picked Murray State. <laughs> It's so. This is one I'm probably gonna change right before that game goes, you know, or uh, before the the bracket closes. I might too. It's tough. I know people that go to Marquette. Oh, so I, I remember. I was fighting with myself. I was either gonna pick Murray State or Oregon. And that's another game that intrigues me yeah. too. I was well, just, yeah, we'll get to that one okay. too. Um, but I'm very excited for that Marquette matchup. I really do think if Marquette can get back to what they were, they can make some real noise in this tournament. So I'm kind of also looking to. I want to see what Buffalo can do as a six seed. Last year they upset yeah. Arizona, and this year they played pretty solid. We're in the top twenty-five for most of the year. They can make some noise too. I think so. Um, we talked about we like Kentucky at a two. I think that's a solid. I think yep. they're a solid two. Um, I I personally have them in my final four. I, I do too. My yeah. Four too. I, I do too. For whatever reason, I see them beating UNC, oh. even though UNC is good this year. Yeah. Like, good. But uh, for whatever reason, I just think Kentucky can do it. I think Kentucky's looking for revenge too. A couple years ago, when May hit that shot. Yeah. On him, and that was. I mean, I remember De'Aaron Fox crying afterwards in the <sighs> post game. But I feel like Calipari's gonna get that team fired up if they I end hope so. up facing them. Um, Which also, too, I don't want to cut you off, good. but can- Kansas might have the advantage in this bracket because a lot of games are close Ooh. with it being the Midwest. Yeah. They're close to the Kansas. And then I guess I want to say if UNC and K- Kansas meet in the Sweet 16 or whoever comes out of that, apparently that game's either in Lawrence or, like, close to Lawrence so crowd could be a major factor I feel like Kansas hasn't impressed me this much this year they lost Azubuki but they still have a decent amount of returning guys I mean they don't have Devontae Graham anymore they don't have Sly but what they do got is uh Gerald Vick I want to say yeah that team Mm -hmm. and then uh Garrett their point guard was a backup behind Devontae Graham okay and as we know Kansas has really solid point guard play dating back from Chalmers Chalmers. Frank Mason Devontae Graham uh one you mentioned earlier Oregon Wisconsin I'm I think Oregon's another one of those really good 12 seeds that one scares me Mm -hmm. just because it's all the way out in the west coast I mean it's still like a decent I guess it's apparently a decent drive from Oregon to Santa Clara or San Jose, whatever part we're in. But Oregon has really good length, and they're really hot right now. Mm -hmm. And Wisconsin's offense is inconsistent. But And, I mean, also, too, Oregon is really strong on the defensive side, and I think Oregon's probably motivated that they've been losing to us for the past couple years. (laughs) True. But one thing that I kind of like, I kind of like when a team's not playing the best when they go in the tournament. And the reason for that, I feel like when you go on a winning streak, obviously it's going to get broken at some point. It's like, how much farther can you keep this going? And Oregon's won eight in a row. The Pac-12 is not that great. Wisconsin's faced harder opponents than Oregon. And I think 
if Wisconsin's proven, like if they can get on at like the right time, right now they're not playing good ball. So what I'm hoping is that they got the good ball out of their system and then go into the tournament and go on a nice little run. But we'll have to see. See, I, I, Wisconsin usually gets a couple wins. They usually get to that sweet 16 spot. So I, that's kind of what I'm banking on. Uh, and Oregon doesn't have that great of history in the tournament. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it. It's hard for me to, mm-hmm. but you know, this, this Wisconsin team's been, very inconsistent this year so it's because of those inconsistencies where i'm willing to actually go out on a limb and say this this is my lock pick as far as a 12 seed advancing okay i mean i have oregon as a one and done i don't see them getting past kansas state in the round of 32 but this was my lock if i i was like i looked at the bracket and i was like if i had to pick a 12 seed where I, without a shadow of a doubt i'm just gonna be like done and moving on this was it so I have Oregon winning. It all depends, too, on honestly how guard coach. Like, I'm a big Greg guard defender. Yeah. and I like him. But it all depends on if Davidson isn't getting good shots, do you pull him? If Hap's turning the ball over, when do you pull him? It's hard to it's hard to defend if Trice, Hap. If but. Trice is turning the ball over, what do you do with him? Trice is going to be the difference maker. If Tri- Trice is having a game – Wisconsin's going to win. Trice. Eight times out of ten. Gets a lot of flack on Wisconsin Twitter, which he has games where he struggles. Yeah. But, like, one, all of Wisconsin's point guards, I feel like outside of Koenig, get crap. Like, wow. Well, I mean, Koenig, Koenig Tra- got it too. But. Like, Trayvon, like, yep. always got it. But, like, with Trice, he can hit big shots. He can. So We've seen it. Um, he definitely can be a difference maker too. Let's talk about some upsets that you guys see coming. Yeah, um, all right, let me... If you guys want to each pick, well, we can each go two, two, two upsets that you think will happen for sure. For sure. For sure. Oh damn. Okay. My, I, I have two that I'm, I, I'm confident in, for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> um, my first one, thirteen over a four. UC Irvine over Kansas State. Really? Yes. See, I like that. We talked about this on Hawk Talk. I For like whatever that. reason, everyone I know is so high on UC Irvine, and I'm, I don't know why. I'm into UC Irvine. I'm very excited. Am I missing something about Kansas State here? I don't know. They, they what sh- I've heard they struggle. is they're missing, or they're one of their top stars is injured right now. Mm. So, like, <laughs> that was something I heard on, like, the selection show. So, I mean, hey, that's some stuff that you kind of got to reach on. The tournament, interesting stuff happens. So, I mean, might as well take a gamble on that. Uh, I had New Mexico New Mexico State over Auburn, but I don't know about that. Auburn's been playing really Auburn's good. Auburn's hot. Yeah, that's why but I'm, that's, also I'm switching too, that one over. New, Mex- I, New Mexico, uh, as a 12 seed, they always know how to wreck, uh, wreck a bracket. They're upset-minded. That's true. It's them and Stephen F. Austin who didn't make the tournament this year, but Stephen F. Austin is the, the perpetual 12 seed that always is, is a bracket buster. So, Let's You know see. what? Yep, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. All I'm right. going to put UC Irvine through. There you I, go. Yeah, I have oh. them going through. And I actually have them going through now to the Sweet 16 because they'd have to beat Oregon because I have Oregon going Fair. through. I have them losing to Wisconsin. Um, then my other one that I'm very confident in, um, is Seton Hall over Wolford? Not sure why. Seton yeah, can Hall's we talk about it? playing kind of hot? Yeah, can we talk about how Seton Hall is a is a ten seed? Yeah, yeah Wofford's a seven. That's right. what I'm saying. Like I, I, I. What feel conference like is Wofford from? That's a really good question, but I just feel like Wofford doesn't sound like a seven seed to me. I feel like that's something you could probably put on your resume too. 
hey, I know where Wofford's from, and they're like, <laughs> apparently they Look are forty-two percent on three-pointers. Okay. This was actually um something that I saw like for like Bleacher Report had a chaos bracket, and they were talking that Wofford has a good shot of upsetting Kentucky because Wofford's so good at three-pointers, and Kentucky's really bad at defending the three, that this could be the matchup that causes a lot of havoc. But I mean, also too, that was a chaos bracket, so like I think. Mean, he only had Virginia, and that was, like, the big one that was still left. But. Mm-hmm. Also, um, would I be able to uh, – not in, like, the round of 64. I got some stuff that kind of happens, though. Yeah, yeah, you can go beyond All the right. first round. That's All fine. Right, cool. So, one, I think another good matchup that you have to watch is Villanova and St. Mary's. St. Mary's is no pushover. They beat Gonzaga in their uh, tournament. Yep. And, but also, too, Villanova as a six seed, I've been, like, one to always harp, never trust Nova, but they proved me wrong last year when they knocked out my pick in Kansas and won the whole championship pretty well, too, might I add. In the second round, I have them going up against Purdue, and I have Villanova winning, and I have Villanova going all the way to the Elite Eight. And then also, too, I've got Iowa State beating Houston in the round of 32. Ooh, yes. So... I, as I, I think said, I have I'm not one. high on the three seeds. I'm really high on the six seeds for some reason. Awesome. I was Iowa State over Houston. Yeah, I had Big Twelve. They Ooh, maybe I'll switch that. They one. played <laughs> pretty good, especially radio, in yeah. the conference championship too. I have a cousin at Iowa State, so I'm gonna be ch- cheering for them That's quietly. Fair. That's yeah. fair. Connor, you mentioned one of yours. What was it? Yeah, my um, mine is Oregon over oh, Wisconsin, so I'm gonna go with that twelve. Okay. Yeah. Right yeah. There. That lock. Yep. So oh, I've also got Belmont in my Sweet 16. I oh, feel yeah, like I right. need to harp on that more. Let's see how – yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's yeah, check I'm on gonna that say, I'm going to say whoever wins that one, I actually don't trust Maryland. I only put Maryland in for right Ooh. now because – I have Maryland going to the Sweet 16. Really? Yeah. I would not trust – Maryland no? had a early exit in the Big Ten oh, that's right. tournament and just they yeah. played that uh, great. Just an update for you. Belmont is up 65 to 57 with four minutes to go. 65 to 57? Yep. Yep, so they're up eight with four minutes. Should be noted that 11 seeds have won eight of the last 12 meetings with six seeds in the past three years. So, I mean, I've got to – an 11 seed has to go through. I might actually have to jump on that Belmont over Maryland. If they win, I might jump See, on that Belmont. See, I Bel- shouldn't Belmont be one. telling you guys this because I want to <laughs> win that Hawk Talk battle. Royal, all right? Yeah, but you don't have Duke, so we're gonna. There's gonna be some different some differences in True. there. True. Anyway. Mean, honestly, that, that is one I thing. I just don't I, trust Maryland. That's why – Legitimately, the only reason Maryland is goes and or is like advancing in this bracket of mine is because I don't know who's winning that one. All right, you changed my mind. So I'm, I like the Maryland pick was going to be changed regardless for me. That's what I always tell people. Only thing that matters in your bracket is if you get the national championship, right? Yep. Yeah. I won. I I had a crap first two rounds one year in high school, but I was one of few people to pick Duke to win. I whatever year they won. Was it 2015? No, oh god, it was it was middle school, seventh grade. So geez, what uh, two thousand nine? Is that the last? I think that was the Probably. one they won. Um, but I picked them to win, and I ended up winning like I, in my school. You know, I had um twenty. So the year that Wisconsin upset Kentucky, I had three out of the four 15. final four right. I had Kentucky in it, and I had Wisconsin beating Kentucky. 
and I had Duke in my championship. I think championship. I did too, actually. I had Duke in Wisconsin in my championship game, and but I you got it. Wisconsin. Yeah, because yep. I mean, obviously, I think I how, did, how dumb would that be? Yeah, I think I'm I did the pick same thing. my exact favorite thing. team to go to the national championship. I, I don't think they're going to win. I think I did the same thing. I, yeah, I, I remember that now. Such good times. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. Like I said, this is one of my favorite times of the year, obviously, March. It's it's great. Uh, so I'm super excited, especially for this weekend. I was watching the Badger game against Oregon when they was in the Bradley Center, and just yeah. the crowd was just absolutely rocking, and they had, like, a pan of Bo Ryan and, like, their assistant coaches, and I saw Greg Gard, and I'm like, hey, Greg Gard. Hey, what up, Greg? <laughs> yeah. Um, I have Iowa over Cincy. We talked about this. Um, I don't trust Cincy ever. I don't trust Iowa either. Fair enough. I mean, I have them losing to uh, Tennessee, so I feel like we're we're giving away trader tips. People are gonna listen. People End are gonna... of the day, none of our brackets are gonna be perfect. Might as well just have speak for yourself. I don't, yourself, well. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a couple of years. I remember senior year of high school. <laughs> I had a perfect bracket through the first two rounds. Wow, that's impressive. I went through the round of 64 and the round of 32 completely perfect. Do Only you, one in the school. Do you remember that one year? I think it might have been, it was either 2015 or 2016 or something like that, 14 maybe, where this lady picked a perfect bracket, except she picked the wrong winner of the championship game. But she picked them based on their mascots and who she liked better between the mascots. And she had a perfect bracket through the championship game. See that grinds my gears. There is, <laughs> yeah. there is some someone, people have all the damn luck. There was a, I guess one uh, a couple years ago, my work was doing a bracket, and some girl that didn't know anything about sports almost won it. Just yeah, I don't it know. grinds it, my gears when it, that it, happens. It, it frustrates me. Yeah, one hundred percent. Aspiring to be a sports newscaster. <laughs> right? Losing out to someone that hey. just picked it solely on mascots. Hey, they our pay prof- money. Our profession's a joke. They boys. pay money for hot takes. Look at Skip Bayless, man. They pay money for hot take. Colin Coward, hot takes. I have a really good tweet on that. Not to plug my own Twitter, but uh, please do because I mean, we plug Twitters. Want, if you ever want to go back and look for a quality tweet, I have one that says, uh, "Paying Skip Bayless five million a year is like paying the woodshop teacher to teach calculus." <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not smart. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I, and we're actually at that point in the show anyway, uh, where we start plugging stuff. But yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm very excited. You have wait. All right, so let let I have Duke. I'm most likely in, in my radio one. Duke in my main one that I'm probably gonna make. Duke. Duke. Who did you have again? Kentucky. Kentucky winning Ken- it all. Kentucky. See, my thing is, I always pick a team like kind of like three-fourths of the way through the year that's, okay. like, up there, and I just stick with them. They're not really favorites. I did it my senior year with Oklahoma. They got to the Final Four. I think I did it one year with Arizona, and they got to the Sweet was that, 16. Was that Buddy Heald? Buddy Heald was the Buddy sole Heald. reason that I picked that Love squad. Buddy Heald. But my thing is, I am I always at least get to the Sweet 16 with my champion, but Arizona was the one year that, like, I got ah. – Burton Don. They got to the Sweet 16, but that was it. Oh, how the mighty have fallen when it comes to Arizona. For real. FBI will Rather how the mighty have gotten caught by the FBI. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, that does it for us today. That's it. That's it. Woo. Short show. Damn. Well, yeah. 
We'll talk about. I mean, we're we're, we're gonna have more opportunities to talk about. I don't right. want to. I don't want to go into every prediction because eventually, you know, next week when we record, mm-hmm. we're gonna be talking about round two, the Sweet right. Sixteen, all that stuff. All right. So. so I have a question then that I'll ask you guys right now. Sure. Uh, I also have one too, unless for some reason. No, go for it. Go for it. No, you go first because mine has to do with Hawk Talk. Okay. My uh, round is sixty four. What yeah. has been some of you guys' favorite memories about March Madness? Oh wow. Honestly, ever since I came here, especially to Whitewater, I think around my sophomore year, I started going to Fat Jacks to watch the tournament. Mm. The craziest of crap always happens. Always happens when I go to Fat Jacks. And, it's, and like, it's, it's become a tradition for me because usually when I go to Fat Jacks to watch a game, it's usually one of those like picks where I have somebody going through and everyone in Fat Jacks is like, no. It's like, it was like, why would you do that? Why would you ever, ever pick that? And I and the pick happens, the upset happens, and I just literally just stand there. Like I'm one foot away from standing on top of the bar at Fat Jacks going, I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry. But d- dude, there's so many, there's so many moments, man. There's so I many moments. I always think back to my, so my senior year of high school. I got over to um I went to school that day, but then like my buddy was having something at his house, so I literally drove right over after okay. school. Mm-hmm. And Middle Tennessee State was up on Michigan State. Oh and I had Flashbacks, oh, I, the Middle Tennessee, to, to Florida Gulf Coast, yeah, you know what? Because I was like, you know what? I'm like, because I think that was honestly the last time that I had seen a two seed fall to a 15 seed. And as I was talking about it, sure enough, one of their guys throw back to uh, Dunk City. Lob City. Post. No, no, Dunk City. Dunk City. You're right. Posterized one of the Michigan State players, and I just stood up and jumped off the couch, I and I was just like, it's Florida Gulf Coast you know all what? over again. I was going to say UM, UMBC from UMBC, last year, yep. which was one. great, but I, which obviously 16 seed beating a one. The Retrievers. Never going to forget that. Never going to no. forget that. But Florida Gulf Coast. Definitely one of my favorites. The How one, can you not love Dunk City? They were so entertaining, and everyone loved them. And they were out of nowhere. It was great. I I absolutely loved yeah. them. I think I Dunk City's a good one for me. Yep. Uh, UMBC was one of those things. Yep. I was sitting and staring like, huh? I was like, no. Um, I saw the upset alert on the app, and I was like, what? Same. And I turned it on. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you look at the score. It's happening. Like, uh oh. It's happening. Like, the unthinkable. <laughs> Happening. It was awesome. But no, my fa- I think probably my favorite thing about the round of 32 is the fact that I did go perfect after the first oh, round yeah. a couple years Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. Or not a, or not a couple years ago, more than a couple years ago. But yeah, definitely hands down one of my favorite moments was going perfect the first and the second round. I was like, oh, I got this. Because that was the year when uh, Warren Buffett did that first did the billion the uh, billion dollar bracket challenge. So I was, I was like, oh, I'm sitting pretty. Like Connor's coming for the money. And then uh, Sweet 16 happened and it just... Game uh, over. What's well, your I question? I think though? of something for that I gotta buy with some money too, because <laughs> every year I come up with something stupid. I don't know. I was thinking about this year possibly buying my own recording studio and coming <laughs> up with a parody of Ariana Grande's "Thank You Next." Please, but instead you can of do it, that here, but, but instead of being that doing the X, it's gonna be I'm women that have friends on me. <laughs> you can literally do that in this studio. I will. I will be on that track with you. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my goodness! Okay. What was your question, Connor? My question is: so how so how should we work this for tomorrow? Because obviously at f- around five thirty, uh, our guests will be in. Oh well, you gotta ask her what she's doing for a bracket. 
that's what I'm thinking. Should I should I just do what I did on Monday and just run through the bracket but a Wednesday challenge thing? Or just like speed run that? I'll just probably do like a paper bracket so I don't have so it won't take me a whole lot. I'd ask for her basketball expertise on it. Yeah. See like, hey, you think there's gonna be like any like Yeah, I was gonna surprises? say ask her a lot of the stuff that like kinda we went through, like cool. who's a favorite, who's the biggest threat to Duke, yep. big upsets that she has her mind on. Cause mm-hmm. like yeah, I think that's a better instead of doing the whole bracket again, I think. Right. I think that'd be better. Yeah, um also too you could also have just like another like make for or like uh bracket not about basketball but Yeah, yeah, we can do that. But like, yeah, you that's know, cool. Drake yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know what? I think I should bring the Drake bracket back because they were a fan of Drake, so. Or like you could do like something like even like uh throwback or songs or something like that i feel like there's gotta be a there bracket be on that too like that. yeah like late 2000 jams or something like that mm-hmm. that'd be a good bracket all right that's my go. question yeah let's plug it all right here we go i need the list need you need the, the list, list. <laughs> well uh, looks like i'm skipping work again i always make that joke in one of these days i'm gonna skip dude call in tomorrow seriously it's gonna be a fun show <sighs> you know the amount of times I have thought about calling in at that place, but I feel like this time they actually genuinely need me. Do they need you? Day. Yeah. All right. Because I'm going to have to carry that squad like I always do, even <laughs> though I'm going to have nothing left upstairs after two exams, so they can have fun dealing with me on that. All right. Well, keep me updated on that, please. All right. First round KO, obviously on Anchor, and we are on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher. Gesundheit. Um, on Twitter, follow us at FRKO Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olsen2K18. Follow myself at Connormore underscore seven. Cal, what's yours? Callahan Steed, C-A-L-A-H-A-N-S-T-E-E-D. Three count review, the number three count review. At, here we go, Yelich. All those links will be in the description. So many links. So many So links. little time. <laughs> All right. In the next episode. We will be reviewing Raw and SmackDown. That's right. Tomorrow. That's tomorrow. <laughs> well, today. Depends on when you listen to this. I'm probably going to put this up tonight. Okay. So you're either listening to it Tuesday night or Wednesday. Or, I mean, or, whenever or in whenever the future. you fall in love but with the But the ne- episode 101 will be a Raw and SmackDown review. And then we will not be doing an episode most likely until next Monday. You want to just, uh, just record that episode after Hawk Talk tomorrow? Not at noon. I like won't. we normally do. Oh, you're not here. You're right. <laughs> Go, like, hey, I'm, hey, I'm gonna have to skip that thing. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I gotta record my podcast. I gotta talk about Raw and SmackDown. I'm uh, sorry. You know, but yes. as much as I'd love to be a part of your company, <laughs> at some point on Wednesday there will be a Raw and SmackDown review, Dope. and that's what we're talking about. Until you, the you next. Oh, you almost had you almost had me convinced <laughs> that, I, that I had another. I was like, wait, what do I have? Thank you for coming on. Yes, Cal. It was Thank a real this, pleasure. Thank you, bud. This was a blast. I'm, I'm very glad that we finally got you on. You we just, will. You just hit me on the old horn if you ever want me to come Absol- back on. I will absolutely invite you again. This was a blast. Uh, yeah, so until the next time. All right. Have a safe. Actually, you know what? I'll say that tomorrow because we, we're guaranteed yeah. one more show, so I won't yeah. say that. Have well, a safe spring break, everyone, for me. Yeah. There we go. That works. Thanks, Cal. Get those brackets ready. We'll see how you guys do, and we will see you when we talk wrestling. The next time we shock the system since day one-ish. Don't say it.
Please, no. You didn't say it for... You, st you just started saying it for the last, like, five episodes. Don't ruin the 100th with me. Don't. Please. Kyle, I beg of you. Stay fresh. She's oh, come on! Down the middle of our nation Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation Kept me busy since day one Accusations Pockets gained a little weight Like my ex-bitch Still the only bricks that I've been stacking Been in Tetris Never measure up Cause we've been on a different metric And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul With Palace Supreme logos Acid wash jeans The Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue After sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top And fly solo Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, a Vans and a Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just wanna jump.